I hope the lessons in this course provided you with information that will help you feel more confident and possibly inspired to communicate more frequently about zoonotic disease risks and prevention with your clients and community. And while this still may feel like a daunting task, I wanted to take a moment to share with you some resources to help you with this endeavor. First, let's look at some resources developed for you to learn more about zoonotic diseases of cattle, sheep, goats, horses, and poultry. A variety of resources have been developed to help veterinary personnel refresh their knowledge of zoonotic diseases of concern for agricultural animal species, as well as recognizing risk areas and routes of transmission. These resources serve as quick references, providing visual categorization for potential zoonotic disease impacts for livestock, poultry, and people, and can be found for free download on the Center for Food Security and Public Health website. One resource is the Select Zoonotic Disease of Livestock and Poultry Table. This unique reference chart summarizes the animal health and human health impacts of zoonotic diseases in cattle, swine, small ruminants, equids, and poultry, transmission, incubation periods, and the most common clinical signs in animals and humans are listed. We also have several categorical listing handouts to help compartmentalize zoonotic diseases by species or by risk area, as well as species-specific summary tables that highlight pertinent zoonotic diseases for each species, as well as key characteristics, including routes of transmission, key clinical signs, risks to immunocompromised individuals, and reportable disease status. These resources serve as quick references, providing visual categorization for potential zoonotic disease impacts for livestock, poultry, and people. The Species Disease and Prevention Tables take the same species-specific disease lists previously mentioned and couple it with preventative measures for animals and people. If there's a particular zoonotic disease you would like to learn more details about, the Center also has over 60 technical disease fact sheets available. Each fact sheet covers the etiology, species affected, transmission, and clinical signs in animals and people. They also address prevention, disinfection, and control measures needed. Also available are PowerPoint slide decks with speaker notes. These cover much of the same information found in the fact sheets but in a more visual way. Most have photos of clinical and postmortem lesions you can view. You are also free to use these slides for the community PowerPoint presentations we will talk about a bit later. As we discussed, understanding and practicing key communication principles can help you more effectively reach your clients. Summary handouts of the tips provided in this course are available for you to review. Talking with clients is an essential step in raising awareness and promoting prevention for zoonotic disease risks. But starting these conversations may be challenging. Here are some tools you can use to stimulate conversations as well as share prevention practices with clients. Generating attention and opening the door to conversation is the first step. The ZAP Zoonoses Affect Animals and People series of materials is developed as posters as well as social media widgets. Use these colorful graphics to catch your client's attention and encourage them to ask you about zoonotic diseases. Additionally, there are several species zoonoses posters that show the diseases of concern and can also help to get clients to start asking questions. The next step, of course, is promoting prevention. 
A variety of zoonoses prevention handouts and posters have been developed to convey zoonotic disease prevention messages. One is the Take a Step to Prevent Zoonoses poster. This colorful poster can capture clients' attention and highlights the pathway to exposure, from the source to transmission to entry, and encourages prevention measures. It also encourages discussions about prevention for animals and people. Next is the WASH for Prevention series. The acronym WASH, which stands for WASH, Avoid, Safety, and Health, is used to highlight key prevention measures for people and animals to minimize zoonotic disease risks in an infographic type format. There are also handouts for each of the individual letters and one specific to livestock and poultry or for companion animals. The Zoonotic Disease Precautions handouts are text-based handouts written to provide clients tips and precautions to use when they are around animals. The Stay Safe on the Farm prevention posters help to promote zoonoses prevention through colorful infographics that highlight the risks and key prevention measures for zoonoses on the farm. Of course, precautions for immunocompromised individuals around animals is especially important. There are several new printable resources that provide tips for immunocompromised individuals on how to be safe around animals. Sometimes, the particular zoonotic disease is known and disease-specific information may be needed. In these instances, the Center for Food Security and Public Health Fast Facts may be useful. This library of one-page, disease-specific handouts provides key information about the impacts of a particular zoonotic disease on both animal and human health. Each addresses key disease characteristics, including how it is spread to animals and people, clinical signs for both, and prevention strategies. It is also important to reach out to your community. This provides not only an opportunity to discuss animal health issues and promote zoonotic disease awareness, but it also strengthens your community integration, recruits new clientele, and promotes the veterinary profession to community youth. There are prepared presentation slide decks available to help with such an endeavor. Five short, species-specific PowerPoint presentations are available. Each contains 10 to 20 slides, as well as a script that coincides with each slide. Each presentation focuses on one species, cattle, small ruminants, swine, equine, or poultry, and gives an overview of zoonotic disease risks common for that species and covers prevention practices that can be used to protect human and animal health. Engaging with the community provides a great opportunity to discuss animal health issues and promote zoonotic disease awareness. You can find these zoonotic disease educational resources and much more on the center's website at cfsph.iastate.edu. I encourage you to take a look and see what would be helpful for you in your outreach to clients. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the U.S. Department of Agriculture also have a variety of posters and educational outreach materials available for free access and use. The CDC website has a web page on zoonotic disease and prevention, as well as species-specific resources. Several of the diseases include information on current zoonotic disease outbreaks occurring in the United States. Social media and other zoonotic disease and prevention education campaign materials are also available. You can find a link to these materials in the course resource library. 
The USDA Defend the Flock campaign is a great resource for clients that have poultry. These resources address farm biosecurity and disease prevention. As mentioned throughout the course, it is important to stay informed of any new or developing situations. One way to do this is to listen to the CDC's Zoonoses and One Health webinars, which are free access. A list of the upcoming topics is provided prior to the call so you can decide which sessions are useful for you. You can attend live or listen to the recordings. You can also receive continuing education credit for each session. Sign up for notifications by providing your email. I hope you found this course useful and the developed resources help you communicate zoonotic disease risks and prevention with clients and your community so together we can keep people and animals in rural communities safe and healthy. Don't forget to complete the quiz for Lesson 4, and if you would, please take a few moments to complete the course evaluation. This really helps us improve the course, and we would love to hear what you liked or didn't like or any suggestions you may have. Thank you again for joining me. Development of this continuing education course was made possible through a grant provided to the Center for Food Security and Public Health at Iowa State University College of Veterinary Medicine from the U.S. Department of Agriculture National Institute for Food and Agriculture.